Hello, Angie Gerber here, and welcome to my podcast, Awareness. Once you know, you can't unknow. A place you can come to start thinking and shifting your thoughts to finally create the results you truly, truly desire. It'll shift your mindset and give you strategies to get out there and get it done. Let's get started. Today's episode, we're going to talk about money, 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 money. And I promise that's probably as much as I'll ever sing. (laughs) I did a masterclass this past week, uh, one hour a day, and we ended day five on money. And there's a lot to go to this subject. As you can imagine, I have a few different things written down. So I'm going to be a a little all over the place. But I think it's important just to talk about this in a few different regards. First and foremost, what are your paradigms around money? Just think back to where you were in your younger years. Who were you surrounded with? What was their paradigms regarding money? What were they telling you the truth, their truth about money? You know, so many of us, again, we live today through our paradigms that were placed within us by the time we were eight years old and truly no longer serve us. You know, we don't have enough money. You know, you should be happy for what you have. You know, we're not rock. I'm not rock. Who do you think I am? Rockefeller? I can't afford that. Money doesn't grow on trees. You know, just because Johnny has it doesn't mean you can have it. You know, how did he get all that money? Who did he rob? What did he do? Who did he have to cheat, lie and steal from? Oh, they're just lucky. You know, he was in the right place at the right time. All these different things that I have heard and some of my own of, you know, money. When you see something you want today, what do you say? What's the first thing that comes into your mind? Usually it's a money paradigm if you don't go and get it because you can't afford it. You know, yeah, money is not everything. And yet, could we agree it's important? You know, there's so many people, Bob Proctor talks about, the people that are saying money is not important are the people that don't have any money. They don't have much. So they live there and they trick themselves into thinking that money is not important and money is the root of all evil and, you know, all all the things about money. But the truth is, the more you have, the more you can do with it. I mean, we should all have a cause. We should all have something outside of ourselves that we want to give to a charity. Is it animals? Is it entrepreneurs? Is it vets? You know, is it people that are trying to start their own businesses? Is it kids? Is it elderly? I mean, there should be something outside of yourself that you give to. And you can do so much good with money. So the fact that some people out there are saying that money is not important, in what regards? It is important. It is important if you want to make an impact and a difference. If you want to drive the car you want to try drive, 
You want to live where you want to live. You want to do the things and experience the things that you want to experience. Visit the countries you want to visit. Make impacts. All of it takes money. So again, we can agree it is important. Uh, Elvin Tuffler, he wrote a, a book way back when, and Bob Proctor and Earl Nightingale read it in the 70s when they were working together. And some of his predictions 50 years later, back then in the 70s, they laughed. They made fun of him and mocked the book. Many people did because they're just like, that will never happen. And looking back, Bob said, you know what, he actually fell short in his book. So many of his predictions did happen, and he did fall short. And another thing Alvin said was, the illiterate of the 21st century are not going to be the people who cannot read and write. The illiterate of the 21st century are going to be the people who cannot learn, unlearn, and relearn. The literate people will be the people that cannot learn, unlearn, and relearn. They won't allow themselves to learn which comes directly back to the paradigm. We're so stuck in our ways, stuck in what we think it is, how it is, how it should be, how it's always been, that we won't even learn. We cannot allow new information to come in. So talking about how 3% of our population are earning 97% of the money. Now, why is this? Our income is a harvest of our production. So what are you doing? You know, the 3% that earn the, the majority of the money, some of them aren't even that smart. And when I say smart, what we have as a society deemed smart people to have, you know, the education, the grades, the degrees, all the things that we value when we say smart you know, some of them are absolutely brilliant in the 3%, but there are some people that aren't even educated, that didn't have a high school education, that didn't have a college education, may not be well-read and well-bred, and yet they're earning not a part of the 3%. They're already earning 97% of the population. And then, and then that 97%, there are some of the most brilliant people that have the credentials coming right off the ends of their business cards, and they're flat out broke. They don't have a job, and they're not earning income. And on paper, they should be mi making millions, millions a month, and they're not. And it comes back to our paradigms. And one other thing that Bob brought up would be multiple sources of income. It dates back to ancient history. Most all of the successful people have had multiple sources of income. You know, anyone can be part of the 3%. It doesn't happen by accident. You got to know how to get there, but you can get there. Anyone can. Bob will be the first to tell you if he can, you can. 
I know dozens of people whose story and where they started from was much different than mine. And some worse off. They got there. It truly, it truly is a process. And as we talked about last week, the law of compensation, the amount of money you earn is in direct relation to the need for what you do, your ability to do it, and the difficulty there is in replacing you. And if you focus on number two, your ability to do it and get your hours in and get really good at it, so you are very difficult to replace, the effect will come, which is money. The cause is what you show up to do in your profession, in your passion, and living every day as your I get to, I don't have to. And the effect of showing up and doing that is money. It's not a nine to five thing. It doesn't have to be. And I didn't believe that when I first found this information. But stick with me. Multiple sources of income, passive income, sources of income, more than one. You know, the how, the how, first and foremost, you don't need to know. How do I do this? How, how do I... How do I figure out multiple sources of income? I have my job. I like going to work from nine to five and getting off and being done with it all. That's it. That's it for me. Well, that if that's it for you and that's where you truly want to be, you want to be part of that, part of that, not 3%, you want to be part of the 97% that are just doing what they're doing because they're doing it, then that that is your prerogative. That is fine. Now, if you're part of the one that is intrigued, that want to look at, you know, what do you mean? How do you do multiple sources of income? Well, first and foremost, you make the decision. You make the decision first, and how it happens will follow. And this is so different to hear, because we were never taught this in school. We don't understand, you know, how, how to make money. And once you have the money, how do you, you know, use it? How do you invest it? How do you not do what so many of my friends did, myself included, and get out of school, get all those credit cards, rack them up? You know, it's just a lot of what we we should know and we should be taught and we should understand we had to fail forward and learn on our own. So multiple sources of income. There's three three different ways you can make income pretty much. And the first one, and if you're at a place where you can write this down, go ahead, uh, grab a piece of paper and a pen. M1. M1 is the first strategy. And that's where 96% of the people, that's where they're at. And what they're doing is they are trading their time for money. That's where your nine to five syndrome, you go to work, A lot of these people don't live the way they choose or would like to live. The problem with M1 is their saturation. You only have so much time in a day. You run out of time. You just do. So you're limited on what you can make. M2 is a second strategy, and that's used by 3%. And of that 3%, they're investing. They're investors. 
they know where to put money. They know truly how their money can make more money. Not many people are really good at this. You have to be very good at it. And I know people pay this 3% a lot of money to take care of their money. And the problem is, is that people from M1 will take some of the money, they'll get a little chunk and they'll work so hard and they'll, you know, get give it to someone that can invest it or worse off, they'll try to invest it themselves and lose it. So M1, M2, M3. Now M3, Bob says, is what you want to teach your kids. This is where you want to open your mind and really sit here and think. M3 is used by 1% of the population. And that's where you create multiple sources of income. You skip over the saturation of trading your time for money. How can you create multiple sources of income? There are so many ways. First, you have to make the decision. And you start with one. Start with one source of income. And then once you get that one going, another will show itself or present itself. Now you go into this knowing that some will make it and some will die on you. Some will be big sources of income and some may be very, very small. The beautiful thing is that they all have one thing in common and that's that they flow into your bank account. One of the main affirmations that Bob Proctor lived from. And he taught and I had as my screensaver. And I'd say over and over again, if you don't have a positive affirmation, or you don't know what to say, find one, <laughs> find me, I will give you plenty, but take this one for now. I'm so happy and grateful. Now that money comes to me in increasing quantities through multiple sources on a continuous basis. I'm so happy and grateful now that money comes to me in increasing quantities through multiple sources on a continuous basis. Start thinking from there. What can you do? And it could be something along the lines of something you're already doing. Maybe you're in a profession, maybe you're in a nine to five job and you see all the holes and the gaps and different things you could be doing solve a problem. That's how so many people get into the 3%. Find a problem and figure out the way to solve it. It's solving problems. What problem can you solve today? You can make up your mind on a specific, a specific number you want to earn this year. What is that number? And it's got to scare you. It can't be something you know how to do, or it's not a goal. A goal is something you're shooting for, you're going to go after, knowing, again, that, that is, that's, the, that's one of the outcomes, but that's not the purpose. The purpose is who you become in the process of shooting for that number. You know, and through thinking into results, you learn how to start ma- making one. You learn all the tools and the resources and how you can really use the law of attraction to attract the people, the places, the circumstances, the money, the opportunities into your life. Nothing will start 
in motion until the decision's made, though. It goes back to decision. So think about it. Multiple sources of income. How are you earning your money right now? Is there a limit on it? Are you blocking it off? And as you're setting your goal, the monetary goal, always say or more or better plus on any of your goals, regardless if it's monetary or something else, make sure you're not capping it. Always leave it open for more. Again, we are spiritual beings made for expansion. Be one of the literate people of the 21st century that you can learn. You can easily unlearn and you can relearn. And in doing that, that's a big shift. And that's how you can also shift some of these paradigms that are telling you all the reasons you don't need to or you shouldn't. Thinking into results changed my life And we'll show you how to do this in a systematic program because anyone can be part of the 3%. You just can be. It's a process. You just need to know how to go through it. And it's not by accident. One of the main things, figure out a way to set up multiple sources of income. Start with one. Get that one spinning. Then go to another get that one spinning, and so on and so forth, knowing that some of them are going to fall. But the more you have spinning, the more it's going to flow into your bank account. Thanks for spending some time with me today. And if you like what you heard, feel free to share, like, subscribe, follow, do whatever it is you do. I'd love to get this out to as many people as possible because it truly all does start with awareness. Once you know, you cannot unknow, and it changes everything. And of course, if I can help in any way, I'm here and happy to do so. Until next time, make it a good one.